Our children can be dismissed to Children's Church now. I have to tell you, as the preacher, I'm always fearful that at this moment everybody will leave. <laughs> I appreciate you brave hearts who withstood that temptation. Who is this Jesus when he's not what you want? Who is this Jesus for you when he's not what you've been told? The Jesus of Mark's gospel just gallivanting all over the countryside and making an aggravation of himself everywhere. He ignores human boundaries. He goes around calling people daughter, a rich kid, a chronically ill woman. You really shouldn't touch her. And some poor child whose only advocate is her mother and she's of the wrong race. And he calls her daughter too. It just upsets that social caste apple cart. And he does these healings. He sticks his fingers in somebody's ears and he spits on the tongue and he puts saliva on the eyes of another. This is just no way to win a hygiene award. And he upsets the religious leaders by challenging their rules about what makes one acceptable to God. And then there's this dramatic pause to take a poll. Who do people say that I am? It's taken at a place called Caesarea Philippi. It's a, it's a geographical location, but in the book, it's a literary location because everything from this point happens with the gathering storm, the shadow of the cross that's coming. Who do people say that I am? Well, John the Baptist and Elijah, powerful figures in the imagination of these folks. Questionable figures for me when you get down to the one who killed the Baal prophets in a bloodthirsty scene in the Old Testament. But Jesus stops the speculation with one word, but who do you say I am? And Simon blurts out, Messiah, you're the Messiah. And then it's like Jesus pressing, Stop. Don't tell anybody. And then he begins to teach them that he's going to be totally rejected by their religious leaders, their elders, their scribes, the people who have taught them the law, who've interpreted to them how to live, whose teachings they have followed all their lives. And he's going to be killed by Romans, the government, the ones who designed this crucifixion as a shame-filled degradation meant in every way possible to break you down, to humiliate and taunt you until you're just a whimpering bag of broken bones hanging helplessly in the wind. And Simon's not having that picture. So who is Jesus for you when we're like Simon, when he's not what we want? I mean, we want champions. We want winners. We want avenging angels. 
someone to satisfy our vengeance and make us dominant. Not a shamed loser. We fire coaches for that. And yet all along the way, Jesus seems to be going out of his way to be with those folks who've gotten some label placed on them that calls them less than, that shames them, that tempts them and even makes them accept the label that says, something is wrong with me. We know this place. Many of us have been told by parents that we'd never mount anything or we've never heard a kind word or we've experienced the bullies at school who push us around and make us feel weak and vulnerable or somebody in authority said that we're just no good. I remember the man with AIDS years ago, 24 years ago, and calling his doctor on a Friday because he was in such pain, and his doctor dismissing it and saying, he's just a junkie, call me Monday. Or maybe it was something that we did to get what we wanted, and we knew it was wrong when we did it, but only at night, alone, in the dark, reminded, Maybe then we decide that we are no good and we drink the shame, the battery acid of the soul. Who is this Jesus for us when we live in shame and we've accepted those names that people put on us and we've accepted the shame? In Mark's testimony, Jesus is the one in those earthy places who who goes around calling us daughter, defining you and me as his. Touching the broken places, fingers in the ears, spit for the tongue, saliva for the eyes, to hear, to see, to speak, for us to be heard and seen and understood. Jesus is the one who believes better about us than we believe about ourselves. And Jesus challenges Simon for thinking in human terms and not divine ones. So who is this Jesus for you and for me when we're challenged about our human response? When he challenges about who I am and what I want. A couple of weeks ago on a Sunday evening, I was on the phone with a member of the extended family. He told me about a member of our family who was sexually assaulted by a worker doing some repair work in their home. It felt like a gut punch. And after I hung up, I just went outside. It was hot and humid, but I went outside and walked up and down my driveway fueled by adrenaline and anger with no target. My mind racing and my heart getting ever darker. A neighbor was out, high school senior, wonderful young man, 
And we talked some, and I tried to pay attention to what he was saying, but I just couldn't focus on it. And I went inside because Sunday evening I tried to begin thinking about next Sunday's sermon and what I might write for the newsletter that week, but was pretty sure I shouldn't write anything unless there was a good defense attorney to edit it. And there on my desk in front of me was a book given to me by a good friend. We'd done some team teaching years ago, and she gave me this book called The Dance by Oriah Mountain Dreamer. And with all the wildness inside of me, I started reading, maybe thinking I could find something. I could just offer a quote and give a footnote and be finished with the task. But I started reading about an expansiveness that makes us capable of compassion when we thought it was impossible. And she wrote this. It was the man who raped me when I was 22 who gave me the opportunity to learn this. I will tell you the truth. I do not even try by my own will to hold this man in my heart. When I think of him, and I do even now, years later, when I hear the story of another woman who has been raped, I simply see in meditation this man and me, held by the heart of that which is larger than and yet a part of myself. I breathe, and I let the larger heart that's always held me hold my pain and my anger. And when I do this, I catch a glimpse of the suffering, the anguish, there must be inside the human being who has raped another. Knowing this, I cannot help but remember that this man was once like my own son, some woman's child with hopes and fears. And it's not as impossible as I once thought it would be to pray and cry. Not just for me, but for him. And I have to answer this question. Who is this Jesus for me when this is not what I want? Well, what I want is vengeance, legal or otherwise. And here is this challenge to choose compassion and forgiveness. And who in my family would ever understand? Do I understand? Who's this Jesus for you? And who is this Jesus when the state acts corruptly? Jesus will be killed, as stated here. We put to death by the Romans, and their definition of justice is not about right and wrong. It's about maintaining their power and their place of dominance in the world. So who is Jesus for you and for me when the powers that be act corruptly? 
with an eye toward their dominance and their wealth. When children are placed in cages, when a child's body washes up on a beach because the rickety refugee boat overcrowded with fear sank in the sea, when the wealthy totally write off the cost of a new corporate jet and the poor find the economic ladder to be more like a greased pole. What does it mean for us to claim Jesus as the Holy One of God, Messiah, who speaks gently of love and compassion and forgiveness and who gets into the muck with the shamed and yet drives the greedy angrily from the place of worship? Who is Jesus for you and me? When he calls us to self-denial, when he calls us to align our goals with his, when he calls us to take up our crosses, that is to live in the knowledge that moral choices matter and the consequences may very well be very difficult. Who is he for us when he calls us to follow him, to go to those same places of hurt and disease and brokenness and shame and embrace those very same people? And when he calls us to speak justice for all. Just who do we say Jesus is? Amen.